yeah, I'm feeling all right. The mood is right. This is Speaking of Strange. Getting into the dark 30 hour on News Radio 570 WWNC, the seedier, more sordid side of things that are happening in the world around us. I am Sam the Animal Steel, joined by Forrest, Buttercup Connor, and Shelly Princess Wright for this, the final episode of Speaking of Strange. Now, we had told you uh, throughout the show that, you know, partially due to my ineptitude, uh, partially due to uh, Mercury being in retrograde. We, stupid we, Mercury. Stupid Mercury. And like I found out as a kid, you're not supposed to drink it out of the thermometer. Ooh. But uh, we were plagued with some phone issues, and we wanted to get Joshua P. Warren on the phone. And uh, that was, uh, it was proving to be um, more difficult than one uh, would imagine. But we were able to get a recording. I was able to go get a recording. So Joshua P. Warren, I was like, you know, why is he not, you know, and it was partially my, it was my fault, really. But we were able to get him, and he has got a recorded farewell message that explains, you know, because this is all kind of uh, quick to everybody involved. This is uh, Mr. P. Warren uh, explaining why, um, what, what's going on. So here you go. I will play it for you guys. Enjoy. Hello, this is Joshua P. Warren, recording in Boqueron, Puerto Rico. I would be calling into the show right now, but we are on day three of power blackouts here. So I am running on battery power. Um, I actually have no internet access uh, except for hotspots, which are pretty wishy-washy. No cable TV, etc. Um, I am truly living off of a sunshine simple solar generator right now until the grid is back up. And uh, I'll be here for another few weeks until I head off to Las Vegas to host my big event there in May. So, that said, I would like to explain why Speaking of Strange is coming to an end. Uh, it is entirely my decision. You see, when I created Speaking of Strange many years ago, I gave it great attention. But now, well over a decade later, I've honestly bitten off more than I can chew in some ways when it comes to my projects. I mean, I'm working on two television series, uh, I'm doing my own daily podcast, and I'm running the Haunted Asheville Ghost Tours and Mystery Museum plus the Bermuda Triangle Research Center here in Puerto Rico, plus producing events now in Las Vegas, and uh, I'm just spread so thin that I no longer have the time to truly pay attention to Speaking of Strange. And since I'm the owner of the show, that's not good. Uh, It's not fair to the host or to the station or to the sponsors or to you, the listeners. So therefore, I've decided it's best for me to give up this valuable time slot. Now that said, Sam has my full blessing. If he would like to develop this time slot, uh, he has done an excellent job. But the Speaking of Strange radio show will be no more. Um, I have so many people to thank for allowing me to produce and host this show for so many years. Firstly... Program director Brian Hall, who gave me a shot at hosting when I was still a kid. 
but it extends to so many wonderful people at News Radio 570 WWNC, uh, including my old pal John Anderson and friends who helped introduce me to radio hosting like Forrest Connor. Uh, we've had so many truly fantastic guests and just such great people like Vance Pollock, uh, Shelley Wright of Wright's Coin Shop, uh, Mr. Mobius, and of course, Sam the Animal Still. Lots of people have helped helped us uh, just gather great content like Joshua Dindy. I, I mean, I just... I just can't name everybody. It's just more people than I can think of. But you know what? I'm I'm glad we have had these years of great content because I still have these mind-boggling podcasts up posted at speakingofstrange.com. And those podcasts, going back again for years now, will remain there for a long time, all free, so enjoy. And I'm totally cool with keeping the Speaking of Strange Facebook page running. Uh, We have a big following there, and there are folks there who run that for us who seem to love what they do, so I'll leave that up to them. It's a lot of fun to go there and read some of those weird stories. Uh, But look, I could go on and on like I'm accepting an Oscar or reading a eulogy, but let's get right to the important point. These shows only succeed for one reason, and that's because you listen. So most of all, I want to thank you for listening to this show and truly being a part of our quirky family for years. It means everything to all of us who have worked hard to bring this show to the airwaves so that's it i hope that makes sense i hope you understand and i hope you will continue to follow my personal podcast and my work at joshuapwarren.com and i hope i get to see many of you at my one-time only event in las vegas this may only 100 people are allowed so again Please visit joshuapwarren.com right now for details. You are commanded. Thanks, Joshua. <laughs> we have been commanded. You heard it there. I heard it. From the commissioner, the commissioner himself, via uh, a Sunshine Simple solar generator in, yeah. in Puerto Rico. And, that, you know, I mean, that, that kind of explains... Pretty much everything. That's all you needed to know. Um, he does have a lot of projects going on. And uh, those are some nice words, kind words. And, um, you know, now I'm getting all verklempt. I'm getting verklempt over here. You know? It's just, Forrest, I don't know about you. Show I don't know about you. But it's been good to be a part of uh, this, you know, yes, in, whatever, in whatever way. Forrest, it's good to see you again. It's been years. It has, Literally. Yes, I know. That's why I said it. It's been years. I didn't even know you lived in Wilmington. I mean, just surfing? Is that what you're... (laughs) I've done a little surfing in the past few years. Oh, have you? I've dipped my toes in the water. Have you now? (laughs) So, that being said, we will continue on with the show. You are listening to Speaking of Strange. This is the Dark 30 Hour. Um, The Dark 30 Hour is uh, it lands in a space called Safe Harbor. And uh, Safe Harbor means we can get away with a little bit more. 
uh, than we normally can. And, uh, you know, it's nothing horrible. You know, it's, you're not going to be, like, shocked and awed. Uh, but you might be like, that's just uh, messed up, you know. Um, and there's, there's no telling, which, uh, oh, this, this is a good one here. For instance, like this. Um, is this, ooh, is Shelly going to get to use the bell? Oh, uh, nope, nope, you're not. I, I yeah. thought you were. I thought you were. Uh, police arraigned two women for allegedly, allegedly fighting with human excretia. Now, that, I believe, is either the plural or the more polite way of saying excrement. Excretia. I kind of like it. That would be, if I was a stripper, that would be my stripper name. <laughs> Up next on the main stage, All right, guys. Excretia. Second chance, second dance. Put your hands Second together. round, top down, topless time with excretia. Remember, gentlemen, these works for these ladies work for tips and tips only. We have a touch and go policy here. You touch, you, you go. go. Actually, I, I always thought that if Shelly was going to be a stripper... This would be a good name for uh, felony. Next on the main stage, it's felony. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, I don't know why it's not taken by more girls. Anyway, uh, this uh, I, I don't. I think this is in India, and I've been there. And let me tell you, there is some excretia going on in India. Uh, it takes you a good, you know, a couple days to get over the jet lag, and another couple days to get over the smell. Ew. I'm not. I'm not lying. It's like you know, hotter than a city bus standing behind a city bus. Now mix that with like the accumulation of the worst porta potties at Bonnaroo, and you have every everywhere in India. It, it's open sewers, um, and they have a problem with like a lot of people don't have you know any access to clean water. A lot of people don't have toilets in their homes, so it's not at all uncommon to be uh, riding in a train. And you just and they, it's not like here where you know, you know here at the radio station we've got a two seater. Yeah. In, the, in the building here. Polite yep. society. A one-seater in the other building, and we'll go over to the other building because, you know, over there, it's not at all uncommon for to see guys just lifting up their veshtis or their lungis and popping a squat right in the road and just and, and excretiating right there. Well, apparently, what happened was uh, the two women, uh, they were discharged, were disturbing the peace and constituting public a nuisance. I would say that. Um they uh they got into a matter a, a little fight, and they poured human excretia on her in her window, um and uh, I, it sounds like a horrible uh, promo night at, at like an adult establishment, like uh, you know spaghetti wrestling, jello wrestling, like excretia pouring. Ew. Yeah, it it does not sound necessarily like a good thing at all. Um, and that's basically that was the gist of that story. It kind of fizzled out. I'm not going to lie. The uh, the the headline grabbed me. It had me. You had me at excretia, which is the title of my upcoming memoirs. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it kind of fizzled out there. It was like, um, yeah, they yeah, poured, well, and you know, it's, they're it's all click, winners. It's clickbait. That's exactly what it is, Forrest. It's clickbait. And who fell for it? This guy right here. This guy behind the microphone for the last time, and I'm I'm wasting valuable time on our last episode talking about excretia, the stripper in India. Gracious. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening anymore. What's this world coming to? What's this? What are our lives coming to? What are we going to do now? We'll figure it out. I mean, people know Shelly from, they'll be like, oh, Shelly Wright from Wright's Coin Shop. I know her from Speaking of Strange. Nobody ever is like, hey, Sam Steele. Nobody ever does that. From you the know, band. You know how many girls I've gotten from the band? Well. A goose egg. 
Really? Goose egg. you think that playing heavy metal music would uh, endure you to the ladies. Not nope. the case. No, not really. Anyway. You're listening to Speaking of Strange, the final episode, the last, Fini. I'm trying to think, like, I'm already thinking what the final song will be. I don't know. This is the Dark 30 Hour, where things get a little excretiate. Something like that. <laughs> Just be careful. You might get it dumped on you. We're going to be right back after this break with more of the sordid and weird tales of our lives. Right here on News Radio 570 WWNC. I'm still alive Yeah, I thought I'd use nine But I must have been high Forgotten and shot at But never denied I'm lucky that I'm still alive Lucky that you love me still Yeah, I know you're my rock But I've rolled you uphill Aside from my pride and unshakable will, I'm lucky that you love me still. I'm not in jail Walk the edge of the ledge Now I stand here to tell The harder I ran Yeah, the farther I fell I'm lucky that I'm not in jail Lucky to be here tonight Yeah, the evening's half over There ain't been a fight it ain't about who's wrong or who's right I'm lucky to be here tonight Yeah, we're lucky to be here tonight Yeah, we're lucky to be here tonight Speaking of Strange on News Radio 570 WWNC, that was recorded live here in the studio. Oh, Shell, when was that? Like a year ago or so? Uh, Something like that. And uh, so that was Stevie Tombstone of the band The Tombstones, of whom Vance Pollock is quite enamored. He and so he got Stevie to come in, and that was a really cool night. So uh, playing that, not only because it was an awesome song uh, recorded here, but uh, for our friend who could not be here tonight, Mr. Vance Pollock. And uh, you know, Vance took over uh, when Josh uh, was not able, due to other obligations, to continue uh, doing the show every week. And Vance stepped in like a trooper. He did. No radio experience, you know. I mean, he like he had he had some he had radio experience, but not in like the talk format such as this. And he has the deepest well of musical knowledge, the deepest well of um, you know just facts of of crazy things. You know, I mean, when it comes to like lineages, uh, genealogies, uh, Buncombe County, you know, uh, North Carolina state history. The guy is like, he's like Rain Man. 
when it comes to that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And he he definitely stepped it up, and he came in, and uh, it was a good era, a different era of the show. And so uh, all shout-outs go out to Mr. Vance Pollock. And we wanted to have him on the phone tonight, but, uh, again, due to Mercury in retrograde, which is what we're blaming it on and not my ineptitude, nor the phone system that's relatively new and I don't know how to operate. Right. Mercury in retrograde. We were not able to get Vance on the phone, and he was not able to come in tonight, and that was a bummer. So uh, that went out to you, buddy. If you're listening out there, driving Pizza Parallels. Pizza Parallels. We had to see for us. We had a little uh, segment, me and Vance. It was called Pizza Parallels, Pizza Parallels. And uh, that's like where it was, you know, he and I both delivered pizza for the pizza slut. Right. And uh, you you would find a lot of stories that you could, that, that went along with the pizza delivery that overlapped. And, and they were like parables for real life. You know, it's like, listen, if you are at the door and you don't get tipped. And you know, don't let it. You know, it was like uh, it was like Jesus teaching the, the apostles. <laughs> the, I don't want to say that pizza parallels were like Jesus, uh, but you get the gist, right? Uh, you know what I'm saying. I'm not trying to be uh, well, sacrilegious here or anything like that. Not at all. But there you go. You are listening to Speaking of Strange. This is the Dark Thirty Hour, where things get um, a little, um, well, uh, you know, mucky. If you want to say mucky, I say I, I think mucky is an okay uh, term. Uh, Forrest Connors in the studio. Uh, Shelly Wright is in the studio. You know that already, don't you? Don't you? You can hear her jingle jangling back there. I'm not even looking at her right now, and I know that she's back there. She's over. Uh, you're like Cindy Lauper in the. Um, uh, we are the world video. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I'm excited. I get to wear jewelry tonight. You know when you do investigations, you can't wear anything that jangles. You can't wear anything blingy. You can't wear perfume. I just went all out tonight. You know, it's sort of like you're you're hunting or something. I saw a product the other day at the Walmart, and it was like a deodorant for hunters that covers up your your human odor. So that the animals don't smell the human. Do you have to wear that for paranormal investigating? Just, you know, I can smell like a human. It's okay. Well, I mean, do they have smells? Humans? No, I know humans have. I'm sitting across spirits. from Forrest Connor right now. <laughs> I mean, do, do the spirits smell the humans? I mean, is that going to Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you wouldn't want to cover that up or you want to enhance it? Well, you do not want to wear perfumes or anything that could, um, you know, you you don't want to mess anything up. You want to be able to smell a spirit if... I'm talking about the spirit smelling you. I don't really think it matters. They're going to know you're there no matter what. What if they don't? What if they're like a dim-witted spirit? You would have to assume that if spirits uh, operate in somewhat the same function as the world they came from... There are I mean, probably really smart spirits and, and probably kind of dim spirits. ones out there, too. Does that not seem... Yeah. Well, basically, you are uh, in death as you were in life. So if you were dim, yeah. you're not going to be like a PhD candidate. You're not going to be like uh, you know Stephen Hawking in the no. spirit world. No. But Stephen Hawking could probably like walk or you know move better. Yeah. I don't know. Like, so, I mean, if you think about it, there's probably some really dumb... Poltergeists out there. Yeah. And some mean ones, obviously. You know, some yeah. are mean, some are jaunty, some are playful. Probably some dumb yeah. ones. Yeah. And some maybe that don't like Dewey Cox. They can't smell at all. 
I can't smell. <laughs> so this is pretty gross. I wish that uh, the, the medium of radio was allowing me to show this picture. I'll show it to you guys. Look at that. What is that? Oh, yeah, that's pretty gross, isn't it? That's a patient with a guinea worm emerging from their ankle. Yeah, that's a big pus bubble right there. And that's a, a long worm that goes like three feet long. And uh, the thing is, is that you can't pull it out because it's uh, so thin. It's like, imagine like a really thin piece of like linguine or something. And if you pull too hard, it's going to snap it. And that's going to break it inside of you. And so it takes months and months to get these worms out, right? And uh, it starts with water that's contaminated with worm larvae. And inside the human, it finds a host. And then it punches through the digestive tract, entering into the body cavity to quietly grow. And within months, the male and female worms meet. And they mate inside of you, right? That is so no, gross. It gets grosser. Then the males die off. And the surviving female worms mature, getting to two to three feet. And then they migrate into your muscles. And then over a year, like 14 months later, after that, the tainted drink, that, that murky brown doo-doo water you drank on that boat forest, you right. probably, you're probably riddled with them after that. Uh, after you drink that, the female worms burn through the skin by oozing acid, creating a searing blister. That's pretty foul, isn't it? Well, there's some good news about all this. That is called a guinea worm, okay? Now, the victim, here's the thing. You can try to slowly pull the worm out, but yanking too quickly can break it, and that would cause an infection. So it has to be slowly extracted, usually by winding the end around a piece of gauze or a twig and turning it just a few times each day. Just a few times each day. Like you're reeling in a fish, really slow. Reel it in. Come on. Reel it in. Where's the good part? Okay, well, the good part is is that this was um, in 1986. There was three and a half. This is usually in like um, very poor sections, third world countries in Africa, Sudan, stuff like that. It was actually so bad that Jimmy Carter, uh, he he created a, phil, a philanthropical organization called uh, I forget what it was called, but basically guinea to, worm removal. Yes, to eliminate the guinea worm, mm. and now it has been shown that there hasn't been a case in South Sudan in 15 months. What does that mean? That's longer than the worm's life cycle. Wow. Which That's means that the guinea worm is effectively, no for all intents and purposes, no longer. Yeah, extinct. Eradicated. I wonder who, like, the last person was that had the guinea worm. Like, there has to, like tonight's the last show. Who had the last guinea worm? Are they memorialized somewhere in the South Sudan? I don't know. Did the Carter Center pay for a plaque, a ribbon, some sort of a memorial? No, because they eradicated the worm. Yeah, but that's pretty gross. Um, I just thought it was kind of interesting that, uh, you know, there's a – we've had an extinction. Like a recent – usually it's like – That we're a, happy about. Yeah. Like there was another one. Uh, I saw – where was the, the thing? Uh, extinct uh, dinosaurs. They found a dinosaur. Where was that, Forrest? Um there was one in Argentina, but where was one in the United States? I saw that story here. I missed that one. Oh, you because you're on your phone. No, that's, I'm not on my phone. That's that's what's happening, people. People of Radioville, Forrest Connor is on his phone. I'm not even lying. Listen to this. We are going to be coming back here in just a few minutes, and you know what it is? It's almost the last segment. We have only two segments left to go. And Say then it, it isn't so. You want me to play some Weezer? Is that what you're saying? Uh, that is going to be, that's going to wrap it all up, you know. Coming up here in just a few minutes. So stick around and keep listening to News Radio 570. This is Joshua P. Warren, speaking of strange. 
now in its final few minutes. Mm-hmm. It's been a long and wild ride. I think we're all going to have to have a group hug by the time this is all over. And Forrest, you're going to have to say, what, what did you used to sign off the radio with? Betty? Betty, scatter smother covered in chunk. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. You heard it, folks. Betty, wow, get- I've not done that in years. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to Speaking of Strange. We'll be right back. By Forrest Connor there. Most suspicious minds live in Las Vegas, 1970. We heard Joshua P. Warren earlier talk about his uh, conference in Las Vegas. Yeah. Check that out. JoshuaPWarren.com. Period after the P? No. no Hell no. Hell no. Nah. Y'all don't know that by now. You better recognize. It's the last show. If we have... we. We're getting quizzed on it. We better know it. We better know it. No period after the P. You're listening to Speaking Strange on News Radio 570 WWNC. 
This is the Dark 30 Hour on the final show. This is the last Dark 30 Hour ever. Um, I, all, I almost feel like there's, uh, like I have performance anxiety. Like there's too much pressure. So <laughs> like, you know, to come up with like, uh, It happens to us all, Sam. I, that's what they say. That's what I tell myself anyway. Um, I'm like, this is happens to everybody. It's not just me. <laughs> Uh, Forrest, uh, you, you were talking about um, you know uh, jobs earlier. I think I found a good job for you. Oh yeah, what? Well, it's a little far. It's a fur piece away from uh, you know Asheville or Wilmington, where you're based out of. It's in a Foster, Rhode Island. Okay. Uh, it's it's a nudist Coast, campground, coastal town. Yeah, it's a nudist campground. They're looking for a lifeguard, uh, and the best part is is you don't have to pay anything for your uniform. Great. Yeah, because you're, you're going to just go butt naked. Uh, it's the Dyer Woods Nudist Campground. They have a help-wanted notice for a lifeguard this summer. Qualified candidates must have excellent communication skills and the ability to work as part of a team. Uh, nothing about, um, you know, manscaping. I would assume that's probably a, a... Probably a prerequisite. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, you don't want that drag, the uh, the viscosity sure. and thermal breakdown, you know, trying to get through the water. I mean, I don't know. The, the 53-year-old campground, not lifeguard, thank God, uh, offers swimming, hiking, volleyball, and a sauna for people who aren't afraid to bear it all. Now, it's not, uh, you know, a sexual thing, no. nudist camps. Um, I was always fascinated by them as a child. I always wanted to, like, you know, I wanted to be a nudist. I think I still do. I'm like a closet nudist. You've never been to a nudist colony. No, have no, you? Really? No. Have you? No. I, I don't. Th- I would think that if like you polled everybody, it would be, you know, it's like if you asked me any number of have you ever, you know, I could probably check off most of them. But I, yeah. I think a vast majority of people would be like, have never been to a nudist colony. But I'd say the vast majority of people have been to the beach, have been naked at the beach. Well, yeah, but I mean, it, it feels like you're doing something wrong. I've been naked at the beach, but like you know, like late at night, and right, you know, you shouldn't be swimming at night. Um, but it's it's like we're so uh, ingrained in this society of ours to be ashamed of our bodies. Like it's like, what's the difference if we have a swath of of cloth over over your genitalia in the water? And like, if you're naked, it feels so good, and you feel like you're doing something so bad. But really, you're just doing like what everybody's done up until like a couple like what a hundred and fifty years ago or something. You think like uh, they didn't have bathing suits back in the day? This wasn't. I mean, you need people to save lives. You need the Mitch right. Buchanan's <laughs> of the world. It's like if Baywatch took place at the um, Dyer Woods nudist campground. I think right. that would be it would be better than Baywatch. But, you Nights. know, you would save on on uniforms, but imagine the amount of sunscreen you'd have to slather on yourself. Yeah, I was going to say sunburn is a real hazard. Well, if you're using a lotion, sunscreen, I don't know that that could have some side effects. The spray, I don't know. Listen, to this uh, you know that church right up the street here? Yeah. yeah. Uh, right over at the corner, they always got like one of those uh, signs that's got the, you know, sometimes they're. I think meant to be inspirational. Sometimes they're meant to be kind of like punny or something. Sometimes right. they're preaching the hellfire and the damnation. Well, uh, there was a, a church presented uh, uh, with signs like they had a they they sent them off to the printer, you know, when they were for Easter, which is gotcha. coming up tomorrow, you know. And it's big. It's uh, in the church. It doesn't get much bigger than Easter, right? Easter and Christmas are your two big Th- ones. Those are those are your big days. And so you know, this is probably a problem for the church because they've spent the money. 
They got the signs. It's Easter. It's here. And they got a whole stack of signs that said, Chris is risen. Chris. 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 As in. As in Chris. Jesus Chris. Yeah. Chris over in the sales department. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> you know, it's uh, the Acomb Parish Church in uh, York had ordered four banners saying, Christ is risen, obviously. But the T, they did. Uh, you know how it is. Like, you start drawing, and you're like, you're going to make a thing, and you're like, I made that first letter way too big. I'm going to have to scale it down. And then by the end, you got, like, the little letter. It was sort of like that. I think they just, uh, they really offshot it there. Um, so, uh, yeah. They said, that we're really glad the customer spotted oh. the mistake. You think you're, they're not going to notice the mistake there? Right. I don't think anybody proofread it before. It, it says it'll to... save a bit well, of embarrassment and a lot of confusion. What parishioners are having confusion about Chris? Right. right. <laughs> well, you know, that's your opportunity to put your big cross right there at the end of Chris. There you go. Yep. And and make it say Christ, but have a double meaning to it with the cross and the T on there. That's why, Forrest, that's why you get paid the big bucks. It is. You know, that's why you. I think you missed the boat and uh, you're calling in uh, graphic design work. Be, huh? be to fix Chris. Yeah, you know, I mean, have you accepted Chris as your savior? <laughs> Let's go from Chris to uh, to Bangkok. I've always wanted to go to Bangkok, uh, site of a Hangover movie. You know, yes. I mean, and, and what have we learned from the Hangover movie in Bangkok? That bad things can happen. You know, like you might lose a kidney, uh, a tooth. You might get a tattoo you regret. You know, maybe catch a. Uh, now they don't call them STDs anymore. You know, they're not sex- a social disease. No, it's a sexually transmitted infection. Is what they call it. STIs. Really? Oh. STIs. But, yeah, but it, this is not about that necessarily. But I assume an infection could be uh, occurring here. A Chinese woman who couldn't uh, hold it any longer. She was in the cab. We've all been there. I think after we discussed yeah. that Asian buffet earlier, it goes back to that. Uh, she left a rather unhappy cabbie with a present, a, extra tip uh, to clean up after she got out of the car. And she, she, you know, I would like to think that if that was me, and God forbid, Christ. Or Chris forbid that um, you know if that happened, I would I'd feel really bad and I'd tip extra. And Forrest, you're, you said you were driving Uber. You know if that right. happened, you would hope that they'd be like, "Look, man, I am really sorry about this." Here, you know, here's like a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, whatever. Oh yeah. No, this lady she refused to pay any extra, and uh, and she wasn't even an old. She was thirty years old. Uh, she told the driver that she was desperate to go to the toilet and uh, asked them to stop at a gas station, but traffic would not allow it. So she was like, okay. Well, it's happening right here, right now. Yeah. I mean, you know, what What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, I would think, if put yourself in that position. I mean, would you aim out the door, the window? I mean, it, it, there's really not there's, a great, there's not a great. Uh, that's a, a lose-lose situation. It is. I would say that is. Uh, the driver told the woman that she'd need to pay a cleaning fee. She said, no, no. She said she'd only pay what was on the meter when they reached her destination. Well, the cabbie was having none of it, and he stopped the car to negotiate. Um, no agreement between uh, the tourist and the taxi driver could be reached. The woman simply just walked away, and there was a policeman there the cabbie had stopped. I guess in Bangkok they got bigger fish to fry than, than poo in the back of a cab um, because apparently, this is another thing to note down for our upcoming trip to Bangkok, um, taking a turd in a taxi is not against the law. Really? No. Yeah, so, I mean, mark that on your bucket list. Um, you know, sex tourism and pooing in a cab. That's what Bangkok means to me. Um, yeah. Now, did he get paid his regular fee? 
Did she pay? You know, I it it didn't say that he didn't. It didn't say that he didn't. I read this story. I saw this the other day. Uh, yeah, Shelly, you, you you know, as a as a as a lady, yes, as a lovely lady, you know. Uh, did you ever have like you know like big dreams of like a, a big fancy wedding when you were growing up? Were you that kind of girl? Like no, like you know a lot of little girls are like, oh, I'm planning out my wedding and all they this. And start then. planning their wedding from twelve years old. Yeah, it's or... ridiculous. And, yeah, and, it's and, yeah. And for us as a guy, you know, most of us guys like. Just tell me when you've to been, show you've up. You've been there. Just tell me when to show up. I'm one of those girls. If I ever decided, it's like, okay, you, you tell me. Just tell me when to show up. Well, I mean, I, I would like to think that um, I would have a little bit. Uh, I would want some say in the matter. Like, I'm not. If I'm getting married, like, and it's going to be in a church or something in front of my peers and family and friends, I'm gonna like at least pick a song or something or. Well, I have a friend that knows exactly what I like, and I, yeah, she just she's like, I'm like, just do it. She knows just, how you, she knows how you like it. <laughs> she knows, <laughs> she knows my style. She knows, yeah, okay. she knows what I would want. I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting uh-huh, down. Uh huh. Uh huh. So, well, when we come back from this break into the final segment, we're gonna have to find something dirty to follow this up with because. It's a relatively clean wedding story, but it's kind of funny. Uh, it involves um, an owl. Yeah, go figure that one out. It's going to be the final segment, guys. So suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> and get get out your tissues as we wrap up the show known as Speaking of Strange. When we come back from this break. It's News Radio 570 WWNC. How do I say goodbye to what we had? The good time that made us laugh, I'll wait back. I thought we And I'll take with me my man. 
And speaking of strange, News Radio 570 WWNC, that's how we roll for the last episode. I'm moved. I was moved. I was moved. You're going to make everybody cry with that song. I almost <laughs> cried with that song. I forgot how touching it was. Man, boys to men. If, if you're just joining us, A, it's the Dark 30 Hour. We only got a couple minutes left. Um, and it's the final show ever. And uh, I'm Sam Animal Steel, joined by Forrest. Connor, who was here for the Alpha, he's here for the Omega, the beginning and the end. He's he's the Chris-like figure of the <laughs> of the speaking of strange operation. And Miss Shelley Wright, who um, who's about to just uh, she's about to lose it over there. She she's pretending to be strong, but I know she's be strong, Shelley. Come on, Shelley, come on, Shelley you're, you you got to do it for us. Do it for the kids. Oh, anyway, so I'll finish up this uh, story really quick um, about the – I already got rid of that story. It was a wedding. There was an owl. There was a ring guy. Uh, the, the owl brought the rings down. I mean, so that was, uh, that was what we were getting at about like, – did you ever think about that when you were a kid, like a big wedding? Did you ever think about an owl delivering the rings? No. Uh, it was a barn owl. It was a pretty owl. It was like white. And it was supposed to come down, and the groomsman, oh, he was supposed to, the best man or whatever, he was just supposed to untie – this little pouch from the thing. Right. And the rings were to drop, but he couldn't do it like it got stuck. And then the owl got pissed. And then the owl started flapping its wings in the eyes. And then it turns out that the other best man, there was two, deathly afraid of owls. You think that might have come up. I mean, maybe that's like there's your sign that that's not the woman. If she's like insisting on an owl when your best man is deathly afraid of owls. Anyway, final story of Speaking of Strange. I don't know if this is the best one to go out on, but, you know, hey. It's what se- we got. It's what we got. It's sex dolls. Shelly liked the story. <laughs> I did kind of like it. Activists want to shut down France's first sex doll brothel for promoting rape. Now, um, if you're not familiar, these real dolls, it's not like you know the ones that me and Forrest grew up with. It's not like you're no, inflatable. You would, you'd rip and like. No, I know. How many of those Forrest had his, like, his, his bicycle repair kit pouch thing, putting patches on old Benny on over there? Yeah. yeah. These things are not like that at all. These are, like, these are high dollar. I mean, they're like several thousand dollars. And uh, in Paris, you would think, you know, quite liberal, uh, you know, especially with their uh, sex and their brothels. Well, um, it's been objected by feminists and left-wing groups. They're saying it's a brothel, even though it's just got four different Chinese-made silicon inflatable sex toys. And they look real. They look like they probably feel pretty good. There's only four? Exactly. I know you'd think that three of them are always going to be out of commission getting washed. Right. I mean, you gotta you got to sanitize them and whatnot. Well... The business is actually registered. It's sort of like would. how they get around, you know, um, the gambling machines. By saying, you know, it's not a gambling machine. You're 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 playing for tickets or whatever. You're buying phone cards. Phone cards, right? Well, they're saying that this is a game center, and but critics are like, it's not a game center. You're not playing foosball or pinball there. You're there doing Chinese latex dolls, putting it in the slot, putting it in. You're putting the quarter in. Yeah. Well, they put a motion up for the business to be closed. And uh, the police visited the premises, said no law was being broken. It is not posing any threat to the public order. 
I say, hey, look, if you're like somebody that has these tendencies, you could go to a real brothel, probably more expensive. Uh, you know, you could go out on the street and commit a crime. But no, you, you know, you're doing this to a latex doll. Is that wrong? It's not artificially intelligent. It doesn't talk. Anyway, they say that it uh, degrades women and it promotes rape culture. What do you think of that? I, I don't see a problem with it. I don't either. I think uh, Forrest, um, I think I, uh, I'm going to get online here and um, do some at, research. Yeah, i got to find out exactly how much these things are. Got me a TD Bank credit card the other day. <laughs> <laughs> try that thing out. <sighs> yeah. Well, guys. Well. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been, been fun. Josh, Joshua P. Warren, wherever you are out there, thank you for creating the show. Thank you for giving me a chance to play around with it. And uh, Vance, thank you for uh, being a great host before me. Forrest, thanks for starting this whole shebang up back in no the day. No problem. Shelly, thanks no for problem. sponsoring the show with and, Wright's Coin Shop for forever. And a big thank you to Mr. Joshua P. Warren. For, I, I was thanking Joshua P. Warren. I mean, yeah, for creating this whole shebang. He's a he's a wonder kid, kind wonder kind, wunderkind, wunderkind. He's a, he's an all right dude. Thanks, Josh. Thank you all uh, for listening. And um, until sure next ch- time, be sure to check him out on the web at joshuapwarren.com. No period after the P. You are commanded. Y'all have a good one. Be nice to each other. <laughs>